Yeah, I think you're backlit or something from behind there. No, that's you. What are you doing? Now it's worse. Oh my god, it's worse. Now it looks like hidden camera. Sixty minutes after. <laughs> yeah, it really does. When, when they give the politician okay. the money in the hotel. <laughs> okay. it's even worse. Thank you for joining us. Feel sure you have no regret. Even we can't believe we're not canceled yet. We're gonna tell some stories. We're gonna have a good time. You know for sure. We're gonna have a laugh. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. 100% free. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. This is the part. This is the podcast. This is the part. This is the part. This is the podcast. Live from the uh, Intercontinental Hotel. Hi guys, this is the uh, Hotel Intercontinental. It's just your little tour back oh, there. Nice. Oh, oh. There's a. Uh, PJ Stock and the the hockey show. I got ask you guys, beautiful. I got a question for you guys, and I need you know we're 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 very good friends. How much Olympic hockey have you really watched? You're not going to hurt my feelings, even though I've not slept in a week because I've been doing Olympic hockey games. But I want an honest answer from all three of you as to how much Olympic hockey you have watched. Are we counting the women's game? Let's say let's say men's hockey. But you men's know why hockey. he's asking the question? Yeah, men's because because I'm hosting. Kate Burness has done a fantastic job on the women's hockey. I've been hosting the men's hockey. Canada US game I watched, and uh, in terms of the men, okay. that's it. That's, I women's, feel that's a victory. I watched, I, watched a victory. The, I watched some of the German game. I saw it intermission. Okay. Victory. Uh, victory. Uh, Lester, I, I watched I watched about half of the Canada US game as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did we win the US but game? I've watched the women's too. <laughs> no, we, no, we did not. It's not with the US game, but thank yeah, you, Puppy. And by the time people are watching this, we may be. Out, maybe we good? We beat China. We back to back over China. Nobody's host, done that before in Olympic history. But they weren't going <laughs> to let China in the tournament before. Now we're uh, barely sticking by. J- just for the record, and again, this is so old what news the by the host? time people watch it. But Puffy, the first period against China today for yeah. Canada was the diciest thing you've ever seen. China had two breakaways and a penalty shot in the first four minutes. It what? was two to one. It was two to one Canada after one, and it could have easily been four to two China. No way. Wow. Do you and think got- like do you think I know China's not like North Korea, but you know, it's a, a, a government controlled media. Do you think like they've let on that Canada's not sent their dream team? Or do you think they're oh, like no. they're like saying, like, oh, the <laughs> mighty Canadians, uh, China's taken over the game of hockey? No, they're like, wa- watch our guy go around Sidney Crosby here. Yeah, they're, do you think oh they're playing up who these guys are? Oh, absolutely. Well, wow. and the other the other thing is, so there's 12 Canadians on China, okay. and and they played the entire time. Like the handful of actually Chinese, and some of them are, you know, some of them have Chinese heritage, but the actual guys from China barely got a shift. Is there guys that like have complete, like not even close to China, like roots? Like, is there any of the players that are like, oh, yeah. um, like Italian oh, yeah, yeah. background? Well, you said, yeah, here's the rule, right? If you go to China and you play for Kunlin is the team, the China, th- this team that you're watching and watched in the Olympics is a team in the KHL. Okay. Essentially the entire team, give or take a couple of players. Yeah. And, and they, 
part of the deal is you go over there and I don't know, I completely understand the double IHF regulations, but you go over there and play there for a year or two or whatever, you can play for team China in the Olympics. And the funny thing is if the NHLers were in the Olympics, yeah. half of team Canada would have been on team China. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like what Adam Crick, half of this well, team Canada. No, would have, would have gone to play mm. for the Chinese team in, in China. <laughs> now, now this amazing. is in general for these olympics this is uh i mean host uh host nations do this a lot but china's really done it a lot this time yeah. around there's the snowboarder wow. aileen there who's from born and raised and lives in san francisco yeah uh, who won a uh, gold medal it's eddie eddie pasquale the canadian uh goalie who's uh not playing Tompkins has uh, has been playing and taking over the net but eddie told me that he was going to play for kazakhstan and part oh. of the deal when you signed for the Kazakhstan team in the KHL was that they gave you a Kazakhstan passport so you could play in the Olympics and the World Championships. Wow. But then he, he got a better offer and never ended up being there and he ends up playing for Canada. Why aren't we doing this with the the the, like the NHLers? Like, why aren't we saying Austin Matthews? You come to Toronto Maple Leafs, you got to play for Team Canada. <laughs> These international events. That's part of the deal. I, I think it's a little more Elias Pedersen, look Is who's it, just joined Team Canada. Wasn't that We're the old Brett Hall? here. Yeah, Brett Hall did that with the Brett US. Hall, yeah. Well, Brett Hall yeah. knew he was going to make the Canadian team, so he went to play for the U.S. instead. Yeah, that's what that's well, what we like to say, Lester. <laughs> we got Kaylee Humphreys, who won two gold medals for Canada in bobsled, now wins a gold medal for the U.S. I don't know what happened there. She had a fallout with Canadian bobsled. FIFA, as corrupt as they are, at least they don't allow that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's You can't play for two different... That, to me, is too far. Maybe if you played for a different country in the, on the junior ranks, sure. But once you've been at an Olympics representing one country... Yeah. Well, that's where hockey, you do have to commit, right? You have these kids that have dual citizenship, a lot of kids of NHL players, and they have to decide at a certain time, usually around the age of like 15, when the U-17 start, you know, am I going to play for Canada? Um, I think Jake Sanderson went through that and decided on, on playing for the, for the U.S. team. Uh, Years ago, anyway. wasn't it Peter Nedved that did something like that? He played for Canada in the Canada Cup? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Anyway, Ooh, so uh, yeah, those, those, those rules are goofy, and so it wasn't really... China and when they were when they were going to kick uh, thinking about kicking China out of the Olympics uh, because they thought they'd lose fifty nothing to the NHL players I think that was part of the fear but uh, you know what uh, even though a lot of North American players on them uh, respect the Chinese they did not get embarrassed at all they played really well in these Olympics so uh, That's good. Uh, the point I was asking that question for because it is it's just hard. Uh, I'm into it because I'm living this tournament every day, but I kind of feel like we did a Latvia Slovakia game the other night in, gr <laughs> in group play. So basically everybody makes the round of 12, right? And so okay. you're, you're playing in a qualification, either you're going straight to the quarters or you're playing in a qualification game. So Latvia versus Slovakia with no stakes, <laughs> nobody's getting eliminated at one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy sitting on the panel going, like, is anybody is anybody out there? <laughs> hey, there's some Latvian people I'm sure that that meant a lot to. I think the the irony here is like this is the event that at the past at least three, four Olympics has been the prime event, especially for us in this country, but any hockey fan, this is the thing you watch. And now to your point, Jimmy, it's you're almost it's a, the least sexy event this year. It's like you you're better off watching biathlon because I don't honestly watch anything people. over it. 
Yeah, yeah. I've I've watched a thanks, ton of Olympics. Thanks, thanks for your support. I really appreciate. Well, no, Jimmy. Guys. Whenever the whenever the uh, intermissions are on, I have an alert set on my phone and I flip on to the uh, channel. Yeah. Here, here, here's where I'll look at. Uh, here's where it's been fun for me. Uh, the Olympics, if the NHLers are in it, it's great. The quarterfinals, semis, whatever. If you get one sure. Canada U.S. game, but there's a lot of crappy games where it's Canada versus Germany or Latvia, and it's not going to be close. This tournament, speaking from a guy who's been up all night watching every game, has been really good as far as every game's close, right? Like Denmark, again, by the time people listen to this on the weekend, the tournament might be over. It could be in the gold medal game. It's it's super wide open. Like Canada's mm-hmm. not that good. Russia's not that good. Sorry, the Russian Olympic Committee. Uh, the Americans have all these kids, which is kind of cool. Um, so it's hold it's, on, hold on. Are you saying the, the Americans are, are kind of like the 1980 <laughs> America? I can see, I can see how I, it feels like it. I quote tweeted CNN on the weekend because they said, uh, CNN had a headline that says, Young American Squad brings uh, comparisons to 90 Miracle on Ice. I will say this they brought a lot of college kids, so that is a fair comparison. But if the Americans win gold and one person one person makes any comparison <laughs> to, the to the miracle, miracle on ice. <laughs> that is the most ludicrous thing. Anyway. Uh, so, well, yeah. Why so, did they uh, make the tournament so, like, uh, the one thing I don't understand is, couldn't they just eliminate some of these teams after the group round? Like, why did they yeah, keep everyone I, in for the playoffs? It, it just, well, they're trying to, they're just trying to stretch the games. And so I, I agree with you. They could have made it shorter and snappier. Like, but, I think uh, the way the women's tournament set up is much better that way because yes the top group only played for seeding and that's fair they get their warm-up rounds but the bottom group people were actually eliminated and they were playing for survival and it actually pitted nations that were more competitive against each other in their own groups initially right so, right like yeah women's fair. hockey has to do do things a little bit differently yeah. but i uh, i will say this like if canada and again it's hard this is a hard thing to talk about on tuesday when it could be well over i don't have a lot of faith in this canadian team but they kind of pick it up in the last two periods against China. If they get to the gold medal game. Things you never thought you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> if they get if they get to the gold medal game, um, I think it'll be it'll people will get into it because there's a lot of great stories here on guys who've been kind of languishing in Europe for years that people will get behind. And it'll be a, you know, I I, I think the, a gold medal game will all what you guys are saying about I haven't watched it or I could watch anything else. People will get into Canada once they get to the semis or the gold medal well, game. Well, let's not forget, we're not that far removed from a world hockey championship team that looked terrible at the beginning of the tournament. It turned it around and came all the way back sure. to win the gold. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, mind yeah, you, I, I, I mean, I, I, it's very unlikely that Andrew Mangiopane is going to show up uh, for Team Canada in Beijing. That'd be good. But, uh, but, you know, I mean, I, I still think this, they're, they're, listen, Canadians, we play with a lot of heart and a lot of pride. And, and uh, I think if, you know, these guys catch wind that maybe there's not so much confidence in them, uh, they'll pick it up a little bit. I'm, I'm rooting for them. I'm missing uh, a big Habs uh, contingent in there, whether it's Julianne, David DeHarnay, um, uh, Stahl. I mean, one, one season, yeah. but still. Lots of guys maybe, that I'm really I'm really. Maybe that's for. the problem. Too many Habs on that team. Yeah. It's- wow. 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 <laughs> uh, so uh, the other thing that uh, the only reason I really want to talk about the Olympics is uh, I, uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I, I don't. Puffy, do you remember when we did the world juniors from, from Russia a few years ago? Yeah. The cat, the one, uh, Ufa. Yeah. And remember yeah. that was the whole, uh, three in the, morning. the NyQuil, the NyQuil, you, you yeah. had me popping like a half a bottle of NyQuil. 
it's, it's not quite that bad, but it's different because with that tournament, I would try to go to bed at like 6 p.m. Because you had okay. to get up at 2 in the morning. With this tournament, all I can do is nap. Like why? Only, and, I, and I'm not a good napper. But Jimmy, why because, can't you just flip your clock completely? That's the part I understand. Just go to Beijing time. Yeah, because that's exactly... I, I, I did I that do for get, Sochi, for example. Okay, so... Easier on you. I'll do like... So on a normal day, I'll do an 11 o'clock game and then an 8 o'clock game, which means I'm in at work at like 8 p.m. And then we finish... Once we've done all the post game, it's 2 a.m. And then I got to get back in at... I got to get, I got to get up at five. So I get back to my hotel two 30. I got to get up at five. So there's two oh, and a half hours. Well, that's your, that's your problem there. You're sleeping during that time. Okay. Okay. Stay up. What do you mean? Go to sleep after the morning game. Yeah. And like sleep now. Through the day. That's how, no, but, that's how, that's the better from yeah, take it from someone who's worked it. a lot of overnights, who's worked a lot of three 30 in, in the morning shifts. Right. Uh, I always found splitting up the sleep makes you a zombie in the long run. Okay. But it's then I'll get, to, then I'll get a, a day where I won't have an 8 a.m. game like here and there. And so yeah, well, and then you get I'll to watch with. some stellar events overnight. But then I got uh, Brooksy like wants me to go home and like, you know, go on oh, romantic walks. No, and, and and told Hugo, her you were going to Beijing. Hugo needs me to take care of him. I should have told her I was in Beijing. <laughs> get what a stops Beijing background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. She would have totally gone for that. Wow. Canada's going to make the semis. They're sending us now. <laughs> it's crap. a big deal. And act mad and say, and you know what? Then afterwards, we're going to Australia for two months. <laughs> I walked into the house an hour after the gold medal game. Whoa, honey. They got these new planes. <laughs> Do you think she would notice? <laughs> Do you think she would put it together? I don't think she would. Uh, I, think I, she would I think she would be like, she would just think, oh, you're home. Like, I think she would just think you were home. Hugo and Willow, my two beloved dogs, they miss me a lot, right? When because uh, I'm I'm the dog handler in, in the home, and uh, so the other night uh, I was I, I I didn't have an eight o'clock game, so I was able to come home at, at three in the morning. And uh, Brooksy said, if the dogs wake up in the night when they if I come home, it's they want to play, they want to lick Jimmy's face, it's crazy. So Brooksy says, I'll I'll shut the bedroom door, you go sleep in the other room, don't let the dogs know you're home, right? So, but the funny thing was I get up in the morning, I go downstairs and the dogs see me come downstairs and there's, even though they're idiots, they're dogs. They, I can see their little <laughs> mind, their minds working because they sit at the door and wait for me. They're like, Whoa, how was Jimmy up? How was Jimmy upstairs? Well, we were upstairs. Right. And now, and now she's like, Hugo won't go to sleep. He doesn't trust it anymore. He's all, yeah. he's always looking at the guest room door thinking Jimmy's hiding in there somewhere. You think you're having a tough two weeks. <laughs> yeah, Poor <exactly>. Hugo. <laughs> Poor Hugo's very confused. Just take him with you to Beijing. <laughs> uh, the other thing is you order food. You have this app where you can order food uh, here from. I'm working for, I mean, I'm on TSN still, but I'm working for the CBC for the first time in my life. Nice. And that's a, that's a tricky part. For well, Jimmy, Jimmy on hold on. You're working for us. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wow. We want better coverage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Puffy was giving me a hard time the other day, and I'm like, Puffy, you're paying my salary right now, yeah. sucker. Uh, so uh, the CBC has a little food app where you can order your meals, and they deliver them to you, which is kind of cool. Except it's uh, they keep screwing up, so it's like uh, it's like a guesswork. So this morning, it's morning when we're taping this late morning. I guess it's early afternoon now. So I ordered breakfast. I ordered pancakes, and uh, it came right at the end of the game. And I was rushing back to do the Rubber Boots podcast, and uh, 
I opened up my pancakes and it was a uh, fettuccine. What? Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, well, but so there was there was syrup, and then there was oh. fettuccine. Oh, that doesn't oh. make. Yeah, how was it? it? I didn't pour the syrup on the fettuccine, but Sweet. it was it was weird. It was weird. But anyway, I'm living a hotel life downtown Toronto. You guys want to come visit me? Uh, I got I got these hours off in between where I, I can't nap because I'm not a good napper, and so I'm just going to walk the streets of Toronto like a. Maybe I'll find that rubber boots well, guy that everybody sends us pictures of with the rubber boots on. Are they are they making a quarantine or anything? No, no, so no. that's all over with. I have to test. Really? I have to test. Uh, you test every second day, well, but you test yeah. you test yourself. And oh, okay. I, <laughs> look, I will. I, I test myself. I I care about this stuff. I care about other people's health. I, I do it meticulously. But you test yourself, and you all you have to send is a photo of your negative test. So you could technically take one, one photo and use the same one every day and no one would ever know, but I've been very meticulous with the testing. Nice. What else you want to do? Anything? Uh, what has moved you about the Olympic games so far? Anything? Anything? It's not, it doesn't have the same, oh, it just doesn't no. work, right? The whole thing. No. You know I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm not the, 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 I want to talk about the controversy, but the, this whole thing with the Russian figure skater. Um, if you tested for a banned substance, and you're still allowed to skate. What does that say to everybody else? You know, that's uh, a tough um, one, though. Like, I, I agree with you, Lester, but you know, 15 year old girl, and oh, man, I do have sympathy. Was that for the her. heart medication one? She yeah, said so. she took her grandfather's heart medication uh, for angina or something. Look, and I don't trust the Russians at all. But let's say, let's say it was a 15 year old Canadian. I think we'd all be going. You gotta let her skate. That was a mistake, don't you think? Yeah, but but, but hold on. But, but I think what's bothering more is that apparently there's no – I don't know the whole story, so maybe I'm wrong about this, but there was no medal ceremony for the other contest, uh, the other participants because of this controversy. So there well, it is. They, they might be doing it later. I don't think they'll complete they, it. They'll have later. to do it at some – they will do it at yeah. some point. but Because mm -hmm. they don't know yet, Lester, if as we tape this again – they don't know yet if they're going to take the medal away. So that's why they can't do the medal ceremony. But I agree with you that the gold medalists or the silver medalists or whoever get robbed of that moment. Right. Well, and that's look, I mean, and I think about that and I go, look, how many times have we seen Olympians when they, they find they're on the podium representing their country and it's the greatest moment of all time. And it's just like, you know, it's tarnished to some degree. I mean, it's not, not that they're not going to get this, this moment, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, here again, somebody yeah, it gets... happens, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yes, crap. I, 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 I will interrupt say... you guys. I just had a moment, a terrifying moment for a second. This is, I don't know if you can, this is only going to be for our, our YouTube, our YouTube uh, watchers, but I looked over on my, like, the couch in my guest room. Can you see like those socks and pants? Doesn't that look like human legs? I thought for a second. No, it does. It in really does. Yes. In my nap wow. that I killed, that I killed a guy last night during a fever dream and left Simon. his body. I don't even too lazy to take my socks We're out. We're going to have to put us on a very special rubber boots podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the boys deal with murder. <laughs> Jimmy, put that in the bottom. Put that in the uh, your nice description you put on the box. Jimmy finds a body in his room and the guys discuss what he should do with it. Wow. Well, what should we do with it? I mean, to answer your question, I've enjoyed, I've always enjoyed the Olympics. I enjoy watching a lot of the other events, uh, the snowboarding, speed skating. So I, I, I really haven't felt like I missed out on that much. I would have loved to have the NHLers there. Uh, but I, th I actually think this time difference, it's, I know, Jimmy, for you, it's different when you're going in and working. But in terms mm. of watching, it hasn't lined up that badly. It's been a lot of events from like eight to 
midnight and also right. events then from 6 a.m. on. There hasn't really been a whole ton other than like team sports like hockey and curling going on in the middle of the night. Right. Most of the events have worked out. If you do want to watch them, you can. Well, it's 13 so, hours. So like right yeah, now. It's the reverse, basically. It's quarter to one. So not right now it's like 2 a.m. in China or whatever. So the, the guy the works ship- at CBC for one week and he's Brian Williams. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, right. Now, right, baby. Course. Wow. Well, that's and that's what you want as a from a host perspective. Uh, I always want the shift where stuff is going on. So, like, I hosted in Vancouver. We hosted. I hosted from twelve to six, and that was great because that's all the skiing and stuffs going on in there. And uh, in London, I hosted in prime time in London, which was also probably twelve to six in Canada. But like B Dubs had to work overnight in London, and I I never like hosting when stuff's not going on. Everything's packaged, right? That's yeah. And for the CBC folks, that's right now. So like the twelve mm. to six shift on CBC is stuff that happened like six seven hours ago, right? That's 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 yeah. no fun. Uh, let's talk about the Super Bowl because hold on, hold on, our hold on. We gotta, uh, rubber boots reacts, Jimmy. Rubber oh, boots reacts. Rubber boots reacts. Yeah, just the facts. Jack, that's what I'm talking about on this track. I play the sax, but I'll do it to the max. Rubber boots reacts. What? Here we go. Here, Here we, we go, go indeed. Rubber yeah. boots reacts. What? Rubber boots reacts. Olympic style. Buddy, I have a dead body in my room. I've slept like <laughs> six hours in the last week. What do you want from me? I can't remember your stuff. What's the rubber right. boots? Reacts. Reacts. Basically, I have this question after watching speed skating Mm -hmm. that if you come second in an event, Mm -hmm. however, you come in faster than the world record at -hmm. that time. Are you can you say, uh, you know, much like Jimmy's buddy who tried to play off the uh, three stroke hole in one? Can you at a bar later say, you know, I did break the world record once? Only if you, yeah, if you break it and then someone in the same event breaks it later than you, you broke the record. What Puffy is saying is this. If you're doing a event, which is uh, a timed event where you go and then the next guy goes after. So you hold the world record for five minutes and then the guy beats you. Okay, sorry. I'm saying you finish a race. You finish second in the race. At the same time. Like you're finishing in the same, you're racing. So the guy who finished like speed skating, they they go like, you you could have a guy later go and beat. Well, no, short short track, they all go at the same time though. Short track, long, long. Puffy's situation is you break the world record and then three pairs later, somebody else breaks the world record. Oh, of course. No, that's an easy one. Yes. You're talking about one heat. The guy didn't finish first. Uh, gold gold medal heat you, guy in front of you breaks the world record. You also come in under the time. No. I would say 100% that I, as well as Puffy, as Lester no, Scott, I would in the bars after 100% <laughs> say I broke the no world chance. record. You would have a jacket that said world record. Holder. <laughs> no, I listen, wouldn't. Listen. I, wouldn't. I, I, I say this. I mean, listen, I, I mean, it's not something that I would do, but is it a fact that, that he skated faster than the world record, even though he came in second place? Yes, it is. No, it's yeah, not. But It's not because the new world record was just set in front of you. Yeah. 
So you didn't skate faster than the world record. Yeah, but people no, can say, you, like, you, I ran you, faster you, than Jesse Owens, so I have the world record because he had it in 1936. No, no, no. A lot of us can say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying not I'm me. saying you can say at one point, you know, it's not it's not like you're, you're the, whole, the new record holder, but at one point, yeah. I mean, I would say it maybe. I maybe would say it maybe. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is you did break a world record. It's just but no, you never had the world record. No, you never broke it you yeah. never because broke the it. other guy it was set before seconds you. in front of you. You just say, I broke the old world record. You just have to add that other word. I broke the old well, well, world that's record. What I'm, that's what, I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, you know I get you. Yeah, I'm with you. you. Know but what I mean, you I, would I say it? No, because I know somebody else broke it as well. So, but is it a fact that when, we broke an old record? Yes, it is. When you're at the bar, all you have to do is the Jimmy shoulder check. And make sure that the guy who came in first isn't around. Yeah. And you can get that off, no problem. You're dev- you're listen, damn right I, you listen, can. Here's one, here's one for me. I've told you this one before. I'm in an Academy Award winning film. Yeah. I don't have an Academy Award, but I'm in an Academy Award winning film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm alive. I, I am <laughs> the on a podcast with a multiple Canadian screen. Uh, what right. Screen award nominee. Award winner nominee. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you know, I. I guess you're, you're getting nominated, I guess, for your year's work, but technically you're only nominated for a certain show, right? Even if you watch the Emmys when David Schwimmer wins Best yeah. Supporting Actor, it's always for one episode of Friends yeah. or whatever, right? Correct. And every, every year I get nominated for either non-Olympic years because I've uh, there, there's been... It's the funniest story I have, actually. Uh, Brian Williams, who just retired this year, uh, and, you know, the king of the Olympics, right? B-dubs? Yeah. King of the yeah. yeah. So 2010, we both get nominated in the same category. And I believe Jay Onright was nominated uh, that same year for Sports Center. And so we're at the award ceremony. And this was the one, there's years that, or in the early years, I would lose to Ron McClain and I wouldn't think I had a chance. Then I started to win a few and I thought I had a chance. This year against Brian Williams in the Olympics, I thought I had like no shot whatsoever. He's the king, right? So I got super drunk at the cocktail party. <laughs> <laughs> like like really drink really drunk and i was sitting like next to b-dubs and uh the, they came you know to the and the winner of the best uh sportscaster whatever it is and uh i think b-dubs just out of habit started to get out of the chair <laughs> and then it was like and it was like james duffy and i was i was in shock and I, right away i was like oh, oh my god i'm gonna embarrass the hell out of myself in the speech what i'm gonna what i'm gonna say because there are years where i do kind of think about a speech if I think I might have a chance to win. I think everybody the year, does. The year that uh, Dreger was in nominated with you, you knew you were yeah, going to win that. I knew I was winning that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, I uh, I got up to the stage and I was just like, all I, all I, I couldn't even think about myself. All I could think about was B-dubs and saying like, oh, I'm sure B-dubs figured he was going to win. He's, he's the king of the Olympics. He should have won. And so I think my whole speech was apologizing to B-dubs drunkenly. <laughs> Brian, I, I just think you're the best. And I don't know what I'm doing up here. And you're amazing, Brian. I love you. Jimmy, there's a lot of pressure on you now because you will get nominated every year. When you don't get nominated, it's going to happen one year. Like, are you going to feel like, are you going to feel bad? Are you going to like, you know, it's going to send you in a down. Well, I know that you are. I know that you are going to write me and say that <laughs> it's over for you now, Jimmy. <laughs> no, no, I'll say you're, you're always, you're always the best sportscaster in my eyes, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank not you, this puppy. year, not in 2027. Well, what did what did you text me today? Puffy? Oh, it never gets old. <laughs> there was no, no sarcasm in that whatsoever. When are we going to get to talk about the awards we've won? Jesus. Exactly. Well, well, cause there are a bot, you know, there's a, uh, 
there's podcasting awards we certainly we could find what what episode would we nominate for the podcasting awards masters (laughs) let's ask our audience to write in this week which of which is your favorite all-time episode of the rubber boot podcast personally i can't remember any any of them (laughs) besides like the masters they're all blended into one like was it you know rod roddy smith season two or whatever recaps that uh Roddy recaps are good. Maybe guests. Uh, we had guests on. Roddy recap. Probably will be the Masters David Hearn edition. Probably right. Uh, what about Island Time? <sighs> Best podcast special. Yeah, Island well, Time. Pretty good. Island right. Time. Three episodes the, of classic content. The birth, of, uh, the birth of the edit point. Uh, uh, you know what's not what winning? Needed edit point. The Olympic special 2022 <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> 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 you gotta tighten this up. I'm sorry. Yeah, we gotta go for yourselves. Okay. Okay. Super Bowl talk. Come on. Come on, stuff. Okay. Big game. All right. Big game. Do you want me to talk Super Bowl? I will talk Super Bowl. React. Damn those refs. Oh, damn it. <laughs> when did the refs? I don't even understand. Well, that's the whole that's game. a load of fine. The refs. What the refs did the refs fine. do? The refs did had a terrible call that benefited the Bengals right yeah. off of the top of the second half. Yeah. That was horrible. And then they waited until the end of the game. To yeah. do a makeup call, yeah, which left the, interfe- the, the interference or the, the holding on the linebacker. Yeah, the, yeah, that was yeah, the, the face yeah, mask the basically on the on the touchdown. They missed that. Well, the they touchdown. That's, that's, that's that was the no. biggest one. What I'm saying is the makeup call was yeah was the on the third down incompletion. Yeah, yeah I know. Extremely ticky yeah. tacky. And the only reason I'll say it's it's a terrible call is because they let them play the entire game. They did not call that the entire game. They decided yep. to do it at a pivotal moment. I didn't, that would I have didn't been a re- great Super Bowl if the refs didn't get involved. I didn't really want to talk about the Super Bowl. but that's, so Didn't we have some stuff that we did for the Super Bowl? Uh, like, did, <laughs> well, can, can, I, can, a, I, can I just say stuff? one thing about Let's the talk Super about Bowl. the no, champion. Jimmy the doesn't want to hear talk, it. Talk no, about, no. Yeah, go ahead, Lester. Lester, go ahead. Oh, I, want, I just want to mention the, you know lots of discussion beforehand and afterwards about the halftime show. All I will say is this. You guys have told you I'm not a big hip-hop guy by any stretch of the imagination, but it is very, very hard to ignore the historical uh, aspects of that. That yeah. was a historic, historic uh, halftime show. I mean, hip-hop was not a genre that was supposed to last, and here we are 30 years into it, and, and you know, that was that was big. So Also, I just that one that was welcome that. on that stage before. Uh, I, well, yes, I am a hip-hop rapper. No, oh not. my god! You're gone, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dr. Dre is now this plug. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Now we can <laughs> now we can dissect the game play by play <laughs> with exactly. with Jimmy. Gunn. Let's go through. Let's go through all eleven thousand of my bets I made on that particular third and seven. Uh, I'm thinking they really could have ran the option rather. As than... I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by my phone. Uh, I I thought the halftime show was spectacular. I love all those acts, and uh, uh, we predicted good. we did a pretty good job predicting the songs, did we not? Yeah, we did pretty a good awesome. job. Uh, no one predicted fifty, obviously. No, uh, uh, luckily 50. the stuff supporting him didn't give. <laughs> that was uh, a, tough, a tough <laughs> luck. That was a tough visual. Um, <laughs> I don't like that. I, don't like that. Like, I get the, you know what? It, it's an iconic moment is, in his career is, and all that, and sure. we all recognize what it was, but. 
Man, he looked like his head was going to explode. <laughs> it looked like that. It was tough. It looked like the pandemic had hit him he, hard. I, I will was, say I this. I mean. As, a, as big of a moment good. it was for hip-hop and stuff, and I personally, for that, I loved it, and I looked forward to it all day, uh, and I think they executed well. I would have loved to see this particular halftime show 10 years ago for the NFL to maybe a little bit yeah. more ahead of its times right. and allow right. it to when these guys were in their prime, uh, you know, uh, all in all, though, for their ages, Snoop did a terrific job. I thought well, you Snoop know. was amazing. Snoop was uh, amazing. I, I thought I thought Kendrick Lamar. I mean, I, I, he's obviously the least known and probably really didn't fit in with the whole retro thing. But mm-hmm. I thought his presentation uh, the choreography and just the way he came into it. And I thought it yeah. was really good. I will say this though. I did not enjoy Mary J. I thought Mary really? J. And, and if, if anything, I Let's thought. Keep the, it the, percolating, percolating. Yeah, I, I like that tune, but I just thought, you know, the other tune she did, I, I just keep it up. Like, I mean, for me, real love is a show. It's a song that she should have done. And, yeah. uh, and I just, I just can't imagine. I can't believe they didn't. And I would say the set list in, 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 in general was a little bit suspect. There's a couple other things that they could probably could have put in that would have elevated it a little bit more, you know? I, I do think though, we all showed her age when, when people were like my age, were like, Oh, finally the NFL has got like a current, well, <laughs> a current act. So <laughs> apparently, like, no, this is like when we were looking at the Rolling Stones play, like, we're like, my kids are like, uh, yeah, yeah sure. This is real, real current dad. So like, this is music. There was an ad in the States for, mm-hmm. uh, for a colonoscopy place that was saying, if you're excited for tonight's <laughs> halftime show, you should go ahead that's and book so your colonoscopy. Wow. So good. Hey, uh, uh, can, I, can I make one point about the game, though? One no. point about the game. I need no. to. Because you guys wrote seven. me hard about the uh, Russell Wilson interception at the end of the football game in the Super Bowl, about not mm-hmm. running the ball. And how was the winning score in this year's Super Bowl scored? A one-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, but that's a little different. They couldn't the run the whole game. What, what, what's different? What's they different? couldn't they run the whole game. They didn't have Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch sucked in those moments. I can't remember if Seattle, how well Seattle ran the ball in that Super Bowl, but they definitely ran it better than the Rams did in this Super Bowl. Uh, A-hole or A-hokey theme song? Is it a The kicker, the Bengals kicker who went out to watch the halftime show, getting ripped by football people left, right, and center. Uh, very quick. You agree or disagree? A-OK. They, yeah. These guys don't even practice with the teams. They do their I own s- thing all year. I will say if, yeah. A-OK, but the reason he should expect it and the reason I'm not surprised it's happening, when you're that cocky as he was, I think that contributes to it too. Yeah, the shot no. of him he, he on puts the himself lines. out there doing these things. So the close-up shot, he looked like such a DP. <laughs> I love like him. not defensive back. Uh, <laughs> Luke Wilson just absolutely crucified him on on Sports Center. Yes, the next he did. Day. Let him have and, uh, good, good reason. I, I you know I get it from a football standpoint, but. I'd kind of want to watch the show. He too. didn't have a chance to cost them the game even. So I don't think. Yeah. That and yeah, and all football no, players ever though. say about kickers is just make your kicks and shut up. So, yeah, it's okay. literally yeah, they, they treat them like they're not on the team. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but look, look again, if you guys, if we all go out and we're, we're, we're busting our ass in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we're a group where we've made a commitment that we're going to do everything we can to win. Mm-hmm. And then one of us wants to watch the halftime show. 
I mean, it's only four of us, but even more glaring, right? Like, I mean, I appreciate that the guy wanted to watch the half sun, so I respect that and I understand. But what he said is that this is a his, this is this is a once in a lifetime thing. And and Luke Wilson's point is like, yeah, winning the Super Bowl is a once in a lifetime thing for a lot of people. You should have been with right. the team. But to your, po- to, to your point about the team, again, this guy's gone through an entire season of basically where they treat him like he's not on the team. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. But that, that, that that's actually a reason why maybe you don't do that, you know? Maybe you, you, you try to at least at one point. You could have sat one, in the locker room with no one talking. This had no, one this had no effect on anything. Too. The guy, yeah. the guy decided <laughs> yeah, to live in the moment. Yes, if he missed yeah, the game winning kick, it would have been one of the great Super Bowl stories of all time. But that's uh, he didn't miss, so it, it doesn't really matter. This isn't Let's get Vince to Carter going to his graduation. Yeah, Let's this, get to that's the important stuff. The winner, two big winners this week. Who do you think? Who do you think uh, is the bigger winner, Aaron Donald uh, mm-hmm. or Jimmy winning the snack uh, the snack vote? I would say Cooper Aaron, Cup. Considering Aaron he won the MVP, Cooper Cup. <laughs> But uh, well, I had to pick somebody. I could have said Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, or Cooper Cup. It still would have been an equally equal point. Sure. Jimmy would win in all cases. All right, uh, uh, let's big, big move on to our Super Bowl food draft reaction. What Jimmy's referring to after uh, manually uh, tallying up all the uh, votes, or at least what people said. How did this go? By well, how did you t- just tabulate on Twitter and Instagram votes, or what, how, how did you tabulate this? I used people's comments, <laughs> people's <laughs> comments, who's, who they said, whose party they would go to. So Jimmy did win. He just edged out Lester. This was literally by one vote. Wow. Uh, so and my, my seven burner accounts, once yes, again, pay off. They did work. <laughs> and I got to take off my pants. I'm sorry. My, I got jeans on. I usually wear, I usually have sweatpants on during the podcast. I got jeans on today and it's just, it's not working for me. So I'm, I'm going to be pantsless the rest of this podcast. <laughs> I'll try not to let that deter us. Um, however, you said you're going to have this part. Here's your, here's your YouTube, you your like. YouTube advertisement right here, kids. <laughs> this will get the kids coming to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> if, if YouTube even picks up the words, I'm taking my pants off and this is for you kids, we're going to get banned <laughs> off the platform. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say this is for you kids, <laughs> did I? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I'm pretty it. sure you did. Damn it. Freak show. Um, oh. Anyway, whatever, Jimmy. You sold out. You took pizza last. That's why people picked you. It's the only reason they went to your No, no, no. I will also say Jimmy had an unfair advantage because there were several people who said that they will go to his house just to see how the rich live and to play with his dogs. It's true. I'm like the Tinder swindler. People just they <laughs> the think one, I live a, a now, lifestyle, which I really don't have. <laughs> I got some comments from our listeners here. And then I uh, do you want to say your piece here for first Lester? Or do you want to hear? What yes, I do want to say. say okay, go ahead. I am. I blame Carlo Coliacovo for my loss because oh, wow. he was he, he was very, very outspoken about my uh, about my celery. And I have to mm. say this. I offered <laughs> celery and carrots and dip. OK, to go with my balanced meal. Which was which was chicken wings staple. Nice. You gotta have chicken yeah, wings. Chicken wings is good. I did have potato mine. wedges. Uh, I think I said potato skins actually, but potato wedges. No, whatever. you one hundred percent said wedges. You That's said wedges. You, you, trying trying you, trying, you were trying, you're to, trying to change your pick on Instagram. Picks. Actually, okay, you know what? Joke. I'm bumping Lester down to last. Let's go. This is a joke. And I don't understand why you're blaming Carlo because there was a whole lot of people that pointed out that celery was a terrible. Celery sticks always come with the wings. 
This yeah, was a draft last year. You could pick up celery in free agency. Listen, yeah. let me tell you something right now. Let me yeah. tell you something right now. This is the last time I'm doing anything like this in the podcast. I'll tell you right Ooh, now. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm pretty offended. I'm pretty offended. <laughs> Better get, you know, yeah. Well, hey, it is what it is. We don't bend the rules. Good point. I thought he had a big speech coming yeah, there. And he's like, that fell short a little bit. Um, <laughs> updated. I, I thought I, when I, I thought the votes were just pouring in for Puffy. I thought I was going to lose for so sure when I was as checking. it was happening. Puffy had a lot of the early votes, but he did. That finish tends third. to happen with me. He I did tend not to finish strong. <laughs> <laughs> I come in hot and then I kind of peter out. He did finish third. <laughs> I finished fourth, which if you actually know me is completely ideal because <laughs> I don't do Super Bowl parties. I went to a Super Bowl party once. I At halftime, I told them I have to go home to walk my dog and I never returned. Wow. Uh, I do not enjoy watching football with other people. Uh, really? Hence, mm. I don't do Super Bowl parties. Uh, do you feel let down by the Polish community that they didn't pick you up with pierogies or? My pierogies were extremely popular. Pierogies and yeah, sushi they were, were, but were the top two the top. things shouted out. It's just people wanted to see James House. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, shout out to Brooksy. Uh, I had to be reminded this as I sat down to watch the Super Bowl. She yelled happy anniversary at me. Uh, 25 years, 30 years. I can't. Some big anniversary uh, was our first date, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, Bro- oh Brooksy. Remember when we went to see, I told you, yeah, we went to see Prince of Tides. What the hell was I thinking there? They're and, all the movies uh, in the first date. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Our big, big anniversary on Sunday. And we celebrated by, um, I was home that night. I didn't have a game. Me watching the Super Bowl with dogs in one room and her watching uh, Joe Millionaire in, in the other room. Oh, so it was pretty, nice. pretty romantic. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. Uh, all right. So we had some comments from our lovely listeners uh, nice. who voted. Uh, Mike B79 asks, Where's the ribs? That's a pretty oh, that's a good decent call, omission. Andy Longafi asks, How did you guys not see bagel bites? Oh, my kids. Mm, I, mm. I would take weak. my stuff over bagel bites. I don't, I'm well, me too. Weak, it's weak. Get out of here. Wait, are bagel bites those little things that come in a like, yeah, a, like box, a little, little, little bagel, little, pe- little, little mini pizzas on a mini bagel? Yeah. Right. Why don't you just right. cut up some English muffs and put some tomato sauce, and mozzarella, and hot dogs oh, and make no. a bagel pizza. bites are pretty soft. I don't think I've ever had a bagel bite. Oh, they're good. They're staple in my house. Hmm. Well, that could have been, I guess, a good answer to Jimmy's pizza. If you take bagel bites, it's still in the same wheelhouse, I guess. Right. We took it last. Uh, We'd already picked all our stuff. <laughs> friend of the show, Ricky Schmidt, tweets in, and Ricky's she tweeted good. in some pictures of a wonderful spread uh, of the Super Bowl she was at. But nice. she writes, "No one picks Skittles." Which I don't know, would that be a selling point? If you're inviting Marshawn Lynch over for That's the true. Super Bowl party, could we have said? It. Could we have just said candy? Would would you have, candy would have been an acceptable answer to someone who just going to get all of candy? Well, I don't know because you were trying to draft the uh, black corn chips at one point, so we we're getting pretty specific. Still would have won. <laughs> black corn. Who doesn't like corn chips? Um, uh, Dnl twenty nine voted for Puffy, but specified nice. morning trip to the bathroom might not be fun. Uh, I would also would say ditto tough, for my party. Tough. Once you cram yeah. that sushi and those uh, yeah. things in a blanket together, see that's, that that was well, my point with having the the celery and the carrots. You have you have a nice morning. I know, but you don't have to. You come into my party. You don't have to be a glutton. You don't have to eat everything. Just you know, you want sushi. Hey, after stop. Sushi. Who was that person who said that last comment? Dnell 29. Dnell 29. You got to go back and listen to season one, episode 
two of the oh, podcast, yes. and you'll find out what, what happens to Puffy's pants when things go wrong. <laughs> I believe those That's were oysters. He, that, was oysters. that was yeah. that was oh that was that was lunchtime God. oysters. Hey, that that might be uh, that might be the one we nominate. That's the when story you, we nominate when, for the party. When you, no, when Dad, you, I just thought of it. Daddy like bath. Episode oh. one. Your finalists are episode one, Daddy Bath. <laughs> episode two, Puffy poops his pants. I, I really think it's going to be more likely to be. And now, Judge uh, Exhibit A, Daddy Bath. <laughs> hey, what would it what would it say if all the episodes to get nominated are like in season one? What does that say about our last seven seasons? <laughs> and we've been redoing the same season at a much wow. lower quality. Yeah, I, lo- I loved you guys in eighteen. <laughs> Oh, that's sad. Um, moving right along, uh, Dylan. What was the? Penn. What was the? Yo, are you still doing comments? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. People took the time to write in, Jimmy. Exactly. Okay. No, it's okay. Dylan Ken says, uh, "Lester, all the way in today's day and age, you need a balanced diet." Nice. I very Thank much very equate much, that. I equate that comment to when uh, Jimmy, we posted the video with Jimmy's uh, pro heads there, and someone wrote, "Oh, I love those because they're good for the arc in my feet." Oh yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> Right along those lines, stellar support. Mike Dunfield ra- actually ranked us and put a little comment. Oh. So here it is. For him, number one was Puffy. Arrive nice. early to make sure the food's hot. Because, yeah, you don't want the cold steak burrito. No, you got to have it hot. Jimmy, number two, solid food picks that will last all night. Ooh, On the podium. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, N- nothing says lasting all night like Jimmy. Ooh. Number three, <laughs> Lester. And the comments simply too many vegetables. Too many. And yet he got third. <laughs> he got third, so I'm in last. And this is my favorite part. He goes, number four, stop. Great couples food, but not for Super Bowl. I love it. So I, I would love to see Mike Dunfield on a date with his yeah. lovely lady, <laughs> just linking arms, feeding each other piggies and pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> Pretz- pretzels are super romantic um i like you so after it pretty good uh missy becker says jimmy but who am i kidding i just want to play with the dogs St- nine stephanie writes lester's party and i could jump on the trampoline grabo fan 20 puffy should be locked up for that spread what um, wow. along the same lines ej says stoff is an absolute war crime time to find a new producer that's aggressive <laughs> <laughs> it's actually one of my, maybe it's my self-deprecation, but it's one of my favorite comments. That's not tough. That's very funny. Oh, Wasn't there, do you have the other one that said Stoff is a fed? Oh, he, the spread makes Stoff a fed or something, which I, I would love an explanation. because what, What's that mean? I don't know. Uh, a fed sure. is like a, like a, I don't a know. cop, it's like, like an a, undercover. Like a narc, like a yeah, FBI yeah, yeah. guy uh, or something. But I don't know, it just I makes me laugh. Yeah, it was funny. I don't get that. Uh... Let's see here. Greater Lester's good balance and 10 minutes on the rebounder, burn the calories off. And Je- Jeff Laughlin, uh, our good friend from the Platinum League, asked the most pressing question How many toilets in those homes? Very important info for the second half enjoyment. So, four, four toilets in this house, folks. Ooh, wow. Ooh, big party at Lester's <laughs> house. Good. Now, uh, still mind, just... you, mind, mind you, one is off limits because it's my Habs bathroom and no one goes number two in there. So, Oh, yeah, so, you know. covered in <laughs> <laughs> plumbing's broken. All right, I, I do have one question just from our listeners' comments here. 
And it's about an abbreviation that I always believed I knew what it stood for, but learned recently that I do not at all. Do you guys know what the abbreviation FTW stands for? FTW. You mean like on when like like OMG that kind of thing, like a short form yeah, that yeah, people yeah. use on Twitter. Use on Twitter. FTW for for the win. I thought it was for the win. You got for the win. That's what I thought. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought in my own stupidity, because it looks like WTF backwards, I just thought it was like uh like a super like a, yeah, like what super like WTF. completely like the what? Like what <laughs> like what are you talking about? And so when a couple of people wrote stop FTW, I thought they were ripping me. And it turns out they were voting for my party. So it was pretty good. I think you got you. You I don't know if you could, you could put in uh, symbols for the letters, but uh, I think you should call this episode the what? <laughs> Maybe we could get that wow. trending. Maybe we could change what it means. Uh, staying on the Super Bowl, did you guys watch any commercials that caught your eye? The American commercials, obviously, huge money into them. Let's yeah. your hand up. Let's go there first. I saw one, only one that I that stood out to me, and I don't know if you guys saw it. It's for the Chevrolet Silverado. It, it is a complete um, shot-for-shot recreation of the Sopranos episode starring Jamie Lee Siegler. Yes. Jamie yep. Lynn Siegler, pardon me. I was off my couch loving this thing. I just thought it was really well done. And I <laughs> wait, think, wait a second. Avi, like you're rolling around on the ground or what are you doing? You know, I'm a wrestling fan. And for wrestling, when something when, when something catches your eye, you really love it. It's, it's called a pop. You pop for it. I popped hard for that commercial. I thought it was just really uh, well done. And I really like um, the end of it. I don't know if you guys, have you guys all seen it or not? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, to okay. me, well, I was completely underwhelmed. Like, well, yeah, it's like <laughs> well, they literally know. redid the intro of the show. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I know they. I, I think I was. I think I, from a creative standpoint, I think it's brilliant. But I think um, the oh, thing God, I like about you explain else's the brilliance work. of redoing <laughs> okay. it shot for shot. No, the brilliance is in the marketing because it's going to tap in with all the Sopranos fans. I get that as a fan of the show. Yeah, it, it took you there, but there's no creativity to it at all. No, I disagree. I disagree. And the reason I say that is because at the end of it, at the end of it, it shows Jamie Lynn Siegler and the character plays her brother and they're embracing and she's kind of got a tear. So the inference is that they have survived the end of The Sopranos. I think the implication is more so that he that Tony died. Well, I, I, well I, think, I think that's a foregone conclusion. But, that, but I mean, but I think the question that was the, is, is that was already from the show. They presented nothing new. They they literally played at the heartstrings of the the, the loyal fans of the show. I don't think so. It's not creativity. It's not, it's, not really it's, it's not possible that the whole family could have been taken out at that point. I know, but sure. I think, first of all, I, I, I think the so you, in the middle. I yeah, thought it was. I, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good commercial, Lester. I don't I, think it's the most original thing ever, but I thought it was well done. I didn't even get the thing at the end. I didn't. I thought it was just like they're on the I didn't same show. get. No, I just thought it was like oh, like they're two actors who haven't seen each other in a while. That's, that's that's what I thought. Just giving her, giving he was just giving her a hug. I didn't think there was no. a Sopranos bit to it. Yeah, I, I kind of thought was, the though. same. Yeah. But for, for me in general, the throwbacks to the movies and shows in this year's commercials was just incredibly lazy and it, yeah. Like the Doctor yeah. Evil didn't work for me. Jim no. Carrey, I thought honestly, I was really disappointed that he couldn't do justice to the cable guy character anymore mm-hmm. i didn't see any of that i'll be honest with you oh yeah no, I, I thought they, they were uh, pretty underwhelming I, I i like the, the larry david one 
Uh, I didn't see that commercial one. Didn't see that either. I was disappointed there was no Dan O'Toole commercials because I've just gotten used to seeing them on every commercial <laughs> break. Oh, yeah. Those are terrific. Yeah. Boomsies. Um, yeah. Are we done? Because I got a nap soon. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, we're not completely done. Uh, things okay. that I saw on the Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. So we talked about the Snoop Dogg prop <clears throat> last week. Would he smoke? Wouldn't he? I think the most people thought he wouldn't. Uh, and on the air, I guess technically he didn't. However, surface footage has surfaced that right before going on for the halftime show, already in the halftime structure while the show's going on, uh, you know, Snoop taking hits from the block. Well, was it while was it while the show was going on or before like halftime had started, but before he went out on stage? Well, he no, he was that was part of the stage, right? Like he was walking up sure? the steps. To come oh, up with so, tray at the top, yeah. Oh, that's you can where see he's it was, inside eh? that little structure on the steps. He takes two tokes, puts it down, and comes out. Oh, then, then I think that bet should. So hit. I don't know. Is that part of it or isn't it? I was in a football pool where we had that as one of the props. Yeah, and so obviously this. No, that, a that lot would, of outrage, it's got to be. It's got to be on TV. Got to be on TV. Well, if it's on, if if you say you were there live and you saw it. Well, it doesn't matter. It's got to be on TV. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. Those props are always a little tough. Yeah, that's like... shaky. No, the show had had even if you were live in the at the stadium, it would have to at least be after you know, welcome to the Pepsi halftime show, and then the first sound of the music. But I think that's what it, it, it I think that's it really happened. what was happening at the time. Like... No, because he was right on. He was at stage right at the very beginning, so he wasn't taking a puff before the show started. Jimmy, no, because he was during the show. on the stage. He yeah, no, but I'm saying the show hadn't started because he was on. No, he by the time he was on, that's not. It was if whether it was 30 seconds before the show or 20 seconds before the show, it wasn't during the show. That's all I'm saying. The big thing is that Snoop obviously has a weight problem that he couldn't go the whole 15 minute show without getting high. So we need to be worried about Snoop. Let's <laughs> hey, pray for Snoop. It's California. Uh, the other thing we've talked about this previous times that lo losing t-shirts that say Cincinnati yes. Super Bowl winners go to Bills four-time champions in Africa. Yes, there's a, there's a lot of those. Uh, <laughs> but this thing caught my eye that an old Cincy uh, Super Bowl shirt from Super Bowl 23 okay. is worth $10,000 on auction. So if we're shipping these things to help the less fortunate, why not hang on to a couple sell them for 10 G's a piece and then use that money to help people. But it's a, you, you got to play a long game with it. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, course. but yeah, if you worked in that industry, you should have been sort of sliding a few of those away every year. 100%. Mm -hmm. There was a dude that money. got a, 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 a tattoo of the Bengals win uh, 2022 champions. Ooh. Saw that on Twitter. <sighs> Terrible. Yeah. The, the one of oh, those boy. always happens. Uh, Jimmy's hey, going, Jimmy's <laughs> going to bed. He's going to break down Spanish train now. Oh, okay. Let's go. Um, Spanish Train, uh, Krista Berg song from 1967. One second. I just have to I, I call up my notes. That's the right year. 67? 1967, I believe. <laughs> it's definitely not 1967. It's the Leafs uh, winning their last cup. It's, it's, no, it's about the 2008 um, 
Spanish uh, Spain uh, economic crisis. <laughs> Spanish Spain economic crisis. <laughs> That's good. Uh, it's a deep dive. Um, he, it's Chris looking into the future, but also into the past. Thus, the train symbolizing going forward and backwards. Uh, that's the train, the train yeah, is not going <laughs> forwards and backwards. That's my seat. It does. Trains what about God? And what backwards. about the devil? The devil and God fighting for souls. What was that about then? I didn't, I didn't get that in the song. <laughs> this was not a you didn't get. Have you listened to the song yet, or did you just read something on Wikipedia? I, I, I listened to some of the song. <laughs> you didn't get to the end. It, it no, I didn't do you know who end. won the souls? Um. Uh, the train the, de- the, train the devil wins the souls all right uh, so hold on uh jimmy do you think the far of- away in some recess the lord and the devil are now playing chess and the devil still cheats and wins yeah, more yeah. souls it's but terrific. as for the lord he's just doing his best there you is go. the meaning of this song that the good are dumb only the good uh, die i think so to an extent that mm. evil wins out mm. Mm. Maybe Ooh. this pertains kind of to our Tuesday pod. Oh yes, Mister Bird. We should all become swindlers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna exactly do find out the real truth about Spanish Train because this was a travesty from Puffy, and next week I'm gonna report on that because what better teaser in there for our, our young audience <laughs> is to find out what some old freaking song from 40 years ago <laughs> oh that nobody cares about it's all about, right? Uh, do you want to yeah. save our conspiracy thing for next week that you wanted to get into the show, Jimmy? Yes, we should. What was that? What is it? I don't know what the to know. birds aren't real. Oh, oh yeah, let's wait. Let's wait till next week. That, <clears throat> that is awesome. I listened to like about well, four minutes of that podcast. The the the, the your the daily people, their voices are so boring. I didn't like, really want you to listen. I didn't really want you to listen to the podcast. I wanted you to research the movement. I read All up right? on it. That's what I did. That's I didn't really want you to listen to the podcast. I, I made, well, I I had made my Spanish train homework last week, so I couldn't get wow. well, you, you, you did a bang up job on that. Uh, hey. I hope to be. I apologize <laughs> if I was uh, not too well rested for this edition of the podcast. I uh, hopefully will be back next week. Uh, the Olympic Games will be over. Yeah, it'll be over. Yeah, over. You got to fly back from Beijing. Yeah, I got that flight. Yes. <laughs> Brooksy's going to be waiting for me at the door. So, uh, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, thanks, Stoff, for putting that all together. Uh, thank you too for participating, and most of all, um, thank uh, Christenberg for writing one of the greatest songs of all time. I think it ranked seventy-eight on the charts. Like that's the top end, just behind this song. How are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you Wait, don't hang up I need to know so I'm gonna try and push my love Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green or black or white? Are you wearing your
Rubber boots tonight?